Thank you for joining the Wellness Web. My name is Valerie, your host. We have some exciting things in store for you. We are here to expand our knowledge of wellness. It's not just about kale or your pant size. It is about your whole being and what that entails. And there's a lot to us. So let's dive in. Good morning. Welcome back to the web. This morning, we're going to talk about spiritual wellness. This is a really big topic (laughs) and it's pretty integral to our everyday lives. So because it is so big, we're going to do a couple of episodes on this. It's a huge part of your wellness overall, and it is very often overlooked. So last week, um, a couple weeks ago, actually, now, we spoke to the beautiful Carrie Thomas about the mind-body connection and how things we think about show up in our bodies. And she gave us a mini meditation homework to try for that week. And if you have done that, amazing. How did it go? Let me know. If you haven't and you want to try it, please do. If I'm going to be totally honest here, there was a day that week and a couple since then that I don't even really remember being present for. I was just on autopilot all day. And it wasn't until like that night when I realized like, whoa, what happened? (laughs) I totally spaced the entire day, let alone took an intentional breath for a mini meditation. And, you know, it's funny because autopilot is one of those things where like you can drive down the highway, right? Or on your route to work. And be at a stoplight right next to your office and go, whoa, wait, how did I get here? I don't even remember the last like two miles, you know, that's autopilot when you're just totally not present and not, not there, right? You're cognitively not there. You are on autopilot, just cruising, right? And it's funny because the night that I remember thinking, whoa, I was just on autopilot all day, I was achy breaky. Like my hip hurt so much more that night than it did any other night. So I don't know if that's a weird coincidence, but I found it very interesting. So autopilot and spirituality, they don't really work together. And for a number of reasons, like time, right? Um, I was raised Catholic and the Sabbath, Sabbath, (laughs) Sabbath was held in a high regard. And if you're a working parent, just a busy parent in general. Sunday is a really busy day of like prep and just most people don't have time on a Sunday to have no distractions, to just rest and enjoy the gifts that God has given them. It's a day to prep. It's a day to prepare for all the things that are coming in the week. Um, And you don't, I mean, most of us don't really have time during the week to really jam pack everything so that we can have a day off from our responsibilities, if that makes sense. Um, So time management is going to be another podcast. It's coming soon. But in the meantime, let's practice a little something else. And if you're a note taker, write this down. This is going to be a fun, interesting little challenge for you. The next time that you want to say, I don't have time to do whatever, X, okay, Instead, say it out loud or to yourself this way. Say, X is not a priority to me. How does that feel? If you are Catholic or recovering Catholic like I am, that can sting in all sorts of places. 
especially if you're talking about the time to spend with God, time to pray, time to be spill, be spill. Jeez, you guys, today, this is hard. Words are hard today. Time to be still for him to speak to you. And if you're a parent, mom guilt can come in, especially if it's like being present with your kids, right? God is not a priority to me. Playtime is not a priority to me. Reading another book is not a priority to me. Prayer is not a priority to me. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I can't like, ah, I don't like that. That does not feel good with me. Talk about some Catholic guilt, right? Some mom guilt. That's heavy. So I want to impact the importance of spiritual wellness here a little bit with this in mind. So if your body is alkaline, meaning it is pH balance, disease can't live in that state. If you are toxic on the inside, though, disease loves that state. And this principle goes for the physical body and your mental and spiritual body as well. So our subconscious, our deepest thoughts that don't ever really get voiced to the rest of the world, but are said to ourselves daily mostly multiple times a day. Like, who are you? Who do you believe you can be? Who are you? Are you worthy of love? Are you worthy of success or recognition? Do you deserve love? Do you deserve success? Do you deserve your dreams? That little voice that's in the back of your head that instantly answers all of these questions is part of your subconscious programmed by your beliefs. Okay. And if that space is not inhabited by a spiritual side of you, you'll be at the mercy of outside indicators. Okay, so let me give you an example. When I was in high school, I had a friend in every little clique, and I was really proud of this. I had cheerleader friends, band friends, science friends, yearbook friends, auto shop friends, art friends, smart friends, out quote-unquote outcast friends, right? And I felt really proud of this little eclectic group that I could call my friend, my friends. And now all these different friends, like they don't all hang out together, you know, without me, but I could hang out with, with each one of them. And it's kind of carried that way through into my adult life. And when I was doing college prep, um, that process kind of started the question of like, who are you? Right? Like that question comes up a lot. Who are you? What do you want to do? What makes you happy? What's your passion? All the things. I couldn't answer it. I had a really hard time. And sometimes I'm still not really satisfied with that answer, like to this day, right? (laughs) Um, And I don't really ever want to be defined by my skill set or my friend group of that moment, or I don't want to be the hobby or the job that I have. So like, who am I, right? And it's so funny because we're all about labels lately. And if you, you know, I'm, I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm a podcaster, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, you know, I'm a turtle lover. I'm a turtle, whatever, what am I, mom, turtle mom, dog mom. Like I am X. It's like this label, right? Um, and as I have grown in faith, like I can answer this question a little bit easier and with a smile and say like, I'm a child of God. And all the blessings that I have in this life really are because of him. Because of him, I'm able to be a mom. 
I'm able to have amazing friendships with people from all backgrounds and walks of life. I'm able to be a wife, an artist, a speaker, a writer, an entrepreneur, a bona fide ding dong, <laughs> um, a weirdo, right? The unease that occurs when we attach our identity to a thing, an occupation, or group is horrific on the mind. And social media feeds are super overwhelming with the comparisons of people that we have like a tiny thing in common with, right? So I have friends from all different groups, right? Um, I have something in common with each one of them. If I get stuck on the label of why I'm friends with them, that can really close my identity of who I am, right? The, um, like a coworker who is always polished on Instagram, I'm going to compare myself slightly. A mom friend who is always organized, I'm going to compare myself slightly. A couple friend who seemed to have like the best marriage ever, I'm going to compare slightly. A colleague who gets published before my draft is even completed, right? I'm going to compare myself a little. An influencer getting positive feedback and recognition for voicing their opinions. An old classmate who has a private jet and always looks like a magazine, like she walked out of a magazine. Like comparison is everywhere and it's way, way too easy to access from the outside world. We've seen this play out in the last year through the pandemic when political identity and healthcare practice identity has kind of become a thing, right? But who are you? You're not any one of those, you have all different aspects. Just like our wellness, this is a this is an intricate web, right? <laughs> so are you happy with the answer that you give? If you had to make it not very tiny, right? Are you happy with that? I really like the answer, I'm a child of God. And it kind of throws people off when they ask you. I mean, not that anyone really asks me that all the time, but it starts a conversation in a different way, right? And if it's like, well, what do you do? Then you can start to click down, right? Where are you spiritually right now? Are you at peace with yourself? Do you fight with that person in the mirror each morning? If you do, if you have answered yes to any, either of any of those questions, I highly recommend taking the time to assess your spiritual fitness whether you believe in God, a higher power, or universal energy, it doesn't really matter, whatever you call it. I'm going to call it God. But what matters is that whoever you turn to in dark hours, you turn your focus to doing during that during conscious thought. And that's frequent, right? And <clears throat> if you stay in the moment intentionally each day with God and you take that time, you're going to have a better understanding of where you need to be and where you need to be going, right? So if you stay still and in this moment intentionally with me right now, right? We're going to make time because time is not something that we can find or buy or get more of, right? It's the, it is what it is. So take a breath with me real quick, a mini meditation breath, if you will, and be still and take another breath. Maybe close your eyes if you're not driving or 
doing something that involves eyesight. <laughs> if you can sit for just a moment, take another deep breath. That battle that you're fighting, that belongs to God. Take another deep breath. Just be still. The space that is holding all of that pain, the worry, the distress, that worry or stress, that space, that's where God desires to be. Take another deep breath. The void that you feel, feel, that void, God wants to help fill in. Be conscious of that hurt. Breathe into it. Be conscious of the feeling of relief that would come if someone took that pain from you. Breathe in that relief. Be still. Smile. Take another deep breath and know that you are so loved. Know that you are taken care of. And know that this heaviness that you feel, it belongs to someone else's shoulders. Check in spiritually with yourself every day. It doesn't have to take an hour. It can be moments throughout your day. The key is to turn off autopilot. Be intentional with your moments. Our life is short. (laughs) There is so much life to be lived and we seem to take it for granted all the time. And if it helps to step into a practice of intentional moments and catch yourself the next time you say, well, I don't have time to do X. Instead, say X is not a priority to me and see how that feels. It will jar you enough to bring you back to the present and assess real quick, (laughs) real quick. And it'll give you that chance to kind of check in. Why isn't it a priority? Where is this sitting with me? Does it have something to do with who I am or the identity that I've clung to right now? There are moments when I have realized that I'll be involved in something or working um, in a specific field and I'll cling to that identity and something will happen and I'll be like, wait, I don't really feel good about this. Like This doesn't align with something going on inside of me somewhere. I'm not really sure. And usually by the time I really figure out that this isn't who I am and not the situation that I want to be in or the way that I want to handle the situation because it ain't me, it's usually after I've been on autopilot for so long that now I'm like in it and I have to figure out how to get out, right? So being intentional with our moments is getting clear on who we are and where we stand what we stand for spiritually, who we are, knowing ourselves, being intentional with these moments, right? Every day. So that before we even get on autopilot, we can realize what path we're on. And then if we say, oh wait, no, 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 this ain't me. I can't, I, I don't want anything to do with that. We can back out of it before it becomes a thing to stress us out. I hope that makes sense. I feel like If you can take a moment every day to take those mini meditations, those breaths, to just be present, to be still, 
God will speak to you in so many different ways. The universe is conspiring for you. It's not conspiring against you. Guys, seriously, it is all happening for us. But if we decide that we want to be miserable and cranky and cynical, we're going to see a lot of cynical, cranky, egotistical, icky things in our everyday lives, right? (laughs) So let's look at it instead that all of these things are happening for us. And it's a reflection of what's going on on the inside. If we are positive, if we are focused on being the best versions of ourselves, on taking care of ourselves, having the best well-being possible, we're going to see a better world outside. Because where you stare, you steer. Okay? So if we're staring at a problem that we might have been on autopilot to get into. And now we're waking up and we're going, whoa, how did I get on this street? This is not exactly where I wanted to be. Totally missed my turn. Instead of waking up and being like, how the hell do I get out of this neighborhood? Let's instead take the time, maybe once a day, maybe twice a day for two seconds, Whatever the case may be, but let's take the time to intentionally get set on where are we? Where am I right now? How am I feeling? Where am I going? What is my path? Maybe checking in with God and saying, God, what is, what am I supposed to be doing today? Or who am I supposed to be talking to today? How am I supposed to serve? Maybe it's the universe and you've got some big thing going on and you want more clarity on where this is taking you or whatever the case may be. If you take those moments to be still, all of a sudden you're going to be like, oh, wait, yeah, I did get an email about that a couple weeks ago. I can totally respond and that might be the perfect contact. Or, um, you know, you might have one of those moments, like those aha moments or epiphanies when you just are still and quiet. This might be an overshare, but a lot of times the times that I get the most clarity on something that's been bothering me or something that I've been kind of wrestling with is when I'm in the shower. And I don't know if any of my mama followers can agree with this or relate, but when I'm in the shower, that's like the only time that I'm 85% of the time not going to be interrupted, right? (laughs) That That kind of sounded like a anchorman thing like 60% of the time it works every time but like 85% of the time I'm alone every time (laughs) right in the shower so if I have some quiet time to myself and that's what I'm doing there's just something about the water and just just being in that warm comfy space in the shower alone and I don't have to worry about being interrupted that's when all of the clarity comes to me and I'm like oh yeah I remember this is where this is this, or that's that, or this is my contact or, Oh, I do have that resource in my back pocket. I can move forward with this. Um, I am doing a pretty good job at parenting, (laughs) whatever it might be. When you can have those moments of intentional silence and being still that intentional connection with, with God, the universe, whatever, you're going to see how all of this stuff is happening for you. 
Seriously, the world is conspiring for you. The universe and God want you to succeed. You just have to know what you need to succeed at in order to follow that tug, right? And if you know who you are, if you know what your priorities are, what you stand for, it's going to be a lot easier for you to follow those tugs and those universal cues, okay? So the next time you feel yourself getting all crazy, right? This is your homework for the week. Try this because it will jar you into, at least it does for me every time, it'll jar you into the present moment, right? The next time you catch yourself saying, oh my gosh, kiddos, I do not have time for this whining right now. Instead, reverse it and say, your whining is not a priority to me. Huh, okay, that sounds a little funky. I don't know, it doesn't sit well. What's happening? Like, why are they whining? What's happening? Like, what else is going on that I'm not doing well with at the moment? Because it's not the whining, right? But there's something else that's just bugging the shit out of me. Get clear on what that is. Because in autopilot, we just skim over it. We're like, no, 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 you're whining. It's not happening. I can't, I can't do it. Bye. Right. Or whatever the case may be. It could be anything, but it'll, it'll make you be present. It'll force you to take a second look at the situation. So that is your homework. X is not a priority to me. It's going to be your new phrase. Anytime you think you're going to say, oh, I don't have time for this, or oh, I'm just too busy to do this, X, whatever. Okay. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Please let me know how everything is going. If you've been doing the mini meditations, if you've been having a success with any of our little homework things, let me know. I love hearing all of the things. <laughs> it makes my heart smile. And thank you guys for being here. I really appreciate it. And I will see you again next week. Okay, that wraps up this episode. As always, thank you so much for listening. And if you got anything out of this episode, please share it with someone who might need to hear its message. We rise by lifting others. So if we are able to help someone else and add some positivity to their life, then it comes back to us too. So please share this episode if you feel that you have anyone on your heart to share it with. And please give me a five-star review. I love hearing how this episode and other episodes in the podcast have helped add a little bit of positivity to your life. Until next time.